Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. I, I want to share something with you that I had to come to the realization one time. And even in the reinvention of myself right now, I've had to come to that. And I want to share it with you today. Give it to you. I want to tell you about something that a lot of people do in their life. And I want you to be aware of it. Here it is. Don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. I said, don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. The reason I'm saying this is because People have a tendency to once they make a decision about something or once they decide to go a certain path, they go against all everything. Anything anybody says, anything anybody might do, any other ruling they may come across, they shun advice, they don't listen to counsel, they just, I made the decision, I'm going to do it anyway. Don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. Now, here's a surefire way to tell if you're wrong. If you don't see any movement in the direction you've chosen, if you don't see anything going right in that decision. 
if you feel as though you're in a rut, if the wall you're climbing seems so insurmountable that you ain't even moving an inch, and every time you turn around, you keep getting knocked by down, knocked back down. Don't get stuck on yourself. You know, you could be wrong, you know. See, that's why it's important for people to always be open to the reinvention of yourself. You know, you cannot be afraid to reinvent yourself. In other words, you can't be afraid to change. Change is necessary when it comes to growth. There is no growth without change. The more you know, the older you look. There is no growth without change. If you're heading in a direction and ain't nothing going right in your life, could it be the wrong direction? If you're climbing and you're making no headway, could it be the wrong direction? Could you have possibly made the wrong choice? Don't get stuck on yourself because you done made the wrong stuff. It's okay to forgive yourself. It's okay to let yourself off the hook. It's even smarter sometimes to admit that you were wrong. You ever met somebody ain't ever wrong? Have you ever met somebody you talk to, they ain't ever wrong about nothing, man. They just, it's they way or the highway. It's this is my way. This is, I I know people like that, stuck on them power trips and all like that. You know what I had to learn how to do? I had to learn how to let them go on them power trips. But listen to this, though. You're not taking me on that trip, though. You're going on that trip by yourself. I'm going in the right direction. I've decided to stop the way, okay, listen to this, this person, this person. I decided to stop doing business the way I was doing business. I decided to stop to allow business being done around me the way business was being done around me. You know what, you know the best decision I made was to allow for God to have some say-so and to offer me his direction. I have found him to be a better driver than anyone else I know. I have found him to know more about the man he made than anybody else who's merely associating with me. I have found it to be a fact that my maker knows more about the vehicle he created than does anybody else. If you if your Chevy break, don't you take it to Chevy? You don't take your Ford when it break down to a Toyota dealership. They not going to know everything that the Ford dealership would know about the vehicle. You know why? Because they're not the maker of it. So now, why are you letting, you letting your life being led, controlled, and guided by somebody other than your maker? I'm just asking you to let's all take a common sense look at this. So if going to your maker is the best way, the best decision I made in my business was take over my brand myself and to allow the maker of this brand. See, without God, I'm none of this. I'm none of this. I want you to clearly understand I ain't none of this without him. I wish I could have the guts to reach back there and pat myself on the back for what I've accomplished in my life. I wish I had the guts. I wish the nerve of me because I know for a fact 
that there is no way that I could have manufactured the life that I have. I could not even have thought of it. It's no way I could have told you that this was the route I was going to take and this is the outcome because of it. I had no idea, no clue. The one thing I had, though, was an unshakable faith in God. I had an un... Uh, and I, I just kept believing in him. I kept believing that he had something more for me. And then when I touched base with him and asked him to show me what it is, what he had for me, ta-da, the magic show began. Because you know what he did? He took all my natural abilities that he had given to me, this gift that he gave me, that, I, that he poured into me at birth, that same gift that he poured into you at birth. The moment... You go to him and let him show you that gift. And then guess what? Once he takes what he naturally put in you and put his super, his superpowers on top of that, then you have some supernatural things going on in your life. And you may not be feeling me. I'm cool with that. But I done had some supernatural things happen to me. Every day I wake up some supernatural the the man the rewards of my life the awards of my life the accomplishments the how I'm working the how I manage it all all oh, that ain't nothing but God that ain't nothing but God you can't even explain this schedule to people sometimes when people ask me Steve how do you do it I go well this is what I manage my time then at the end of when I get through I say hey man you know what I need to tell y'all for real it's God I I don't really know but I'm letting him manage me so. He handling it. He ain't going to put no more on me than I can bear. Listen to me, y'all. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. And remember this. Don't get stuck on yourself. Because you could be wrong, you know. You absolutely could be wrong. If you don't tie this to your gift, you will be struggling the rest of your life. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Today's show is dedicated. Let me see. I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> uh, the, oh, here it is. Today's show is dedicated to people who can read. If you can read, okay. this show is dedicated to you. Okay. And if you can't read, God bless you. If you're an adult, illiteracy is a big problem. Uh, please seek help. Uh, it's a great beneficial tool to have. But other than that, today's shows is dedicated to people who can read. Shirley Strawberry can hey, read. Good, mor- good morning, Steve. Good morning. Carla Frail Pharrell can read. Yes, I can. Good morning. What's up, crew? Junior Boy can read. Uh, I sure can. And I hope when I ask you something, you can let me read that. And the fool can read. A-E-I-O-U. Sometimes <laughs> why? Yes, sir. It's fundamental. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Well, how you feel? Oh, uh, happy belated Bosses Day, by the way, Steve. And and a great Bosses Day it is. Yeah, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah, best boss I know. Well, yeah. uh, It's late. (laughs) It slipped out. What I'm, what y'all belated. But the but the thought is still there. Yeah. Happy Bosses Day. Yeah. Yeah, but but yeah. but they don't really appreciate you like I do. That's don't not true, Junior. That's not true. Yeah, that's not true. Junior, you didn't say, yeah, you didn't say nothing. You ain't get me nothing. Nothing. You know what? That's what you think. I got you something. I just need something in return. Uh, okay, well, uh, President then that's Trump. That's not a gift. Then you want to cut a deal. <laughs> yeah. 
quid pro quo. Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. Hush, Shirley. Hush, Carla. Uh, Don't say what I'm trying to do. Gym. She ain't finna mess this up for me. <laughs> yeah. You about to get impeached. <laughs> that damn Donald Trump coming apart, too. Man, man, that White House is so far apart right now. Man. He came to a meeting. He was... Picked off at the meeting, threw his paper down. Now, forget that, Tommy. When you got people flying from another country to come testify, oh, your ass mm-hmm. in trouble. <laughs> oh, we'll come tell you what he said. Internationally. Yeah. <laughs> you got international truth. <laughs> international witness. <laughs> okay. So that's who you are right now, Junior, with all of that. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going I'm to ask him, though. I can't ask him right now because he's going to be mad. Well, go on. Well, we got to ask Steve coming up, but if you want to yeah. kick it off a little early, go no, ahead. No, he ain't in a good mood right now. What is Junior? No, dog, 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 I'm in a fine mood. He's in a good mood. No, he's drinking coffee. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. That's what makes what him in a good mood. What drink coffee got to do with? Yeah, well, I don't want to be yeah. right now. Don't, are you scared, Junior? Go ahead. Well, you're making your request sound kind of funky. I can tell you that right now. Junior, go ahead. I'm already leaning real heavily towards hell now. I, I know, I know you. So I know when to ask. I can't ask. You okay, right now. cool. All right, but do you know that old sheepish approach? I don't mm-hmm. care for that. You don't. Uh-uh. You don't. Mm-hmm. You really don't. No, no. I was gonna ask you, but I was. I was <laughs> so he didn't sound like that. It did have a high. It had a high. Shut up, high shut up Tommy. Disturb me while you were sitting. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, look. Um, <laughs> coming up at thirty-two after the oh, hour. Lord. It's. It's time for Ask Steve. We're going to ask Steve some questions, Uh-oh. and uh, we're going to do that right after this. Cool. Maybe Junior asking me. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, so uh, here's your favorite segment on the entire show, Ask Steve. And uh, it's time for, yeah, it's time for that now. Please keep your answers short so we can get more questions in. Sure, ain't nobody uh, I'll, start, I'll start. She said uh, that every week. We don't even get to all I the know. questions, though. <laughs> all right, uh, here we go, Steve. What is the first line of your favorite song? First line. Until the end of time. That's me and Marjorie's favorite song. The first um, line to my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know what it is. We've come together on this special day mm-hmm. to sing a message loud and clear. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, Got it. Earth. That's, that's, uh, fire. Earth. Um, that's the way of the world. The thank yes. you. <laughs> Thank you. You were struggling a little bit. I got you. I got you. You had to get to the hook. Who was struggling? <laughs> Who was struggling? It sounded like you were. No, I did me and Marjorie's favorite song first. Adore. Uh-huh. Until the end of time, I'll be there for you. You are mm-hmm. my heart and mind. I truly adore you. If God one day struck me blind, your beauty I still see. Love is too weak to define just what you mean to me. Man. Then I did my favorite song, which was the uh-huh. question. And you know, I, I, I don't struggle with that shit. Okay. It sounded like next you were a question. Bit. <laughs> let me step in here. I Come got on, Tommy. All right, let me step okay. in here. What's uh, what's one phrase you can say from your childhood that instantly shows your age? A phrase from your childhood that instantly shows your age. If you don't sit down over there, I'm gonna snatch it not in you. <laughs> Dang. I ain't snatching knots no more. 
You're right. <laughs> no, they're not wow. doing that. That's that's that is. Wow. If you yeah, don't sit nice. down over there, I'm gonna snatch uh-huh. a knot in you. Mm. That that's has been said to me at church, <laughs> at the dinner table, mm. Mm-hmm. in you, the you, car. Get, <laughs> you'll get protective service calling you on you say that right now. You can't say <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna snatch a knot in you. Yeah, that's instantly. Oh, <laughs> that's a phone call. You going mm-hmm. down. Mm. All right, Junior, you're up. Uh, okay. You're going to ask the question you were going to ask him before we went to break, no. or are you going to? No, he ain't ready. Okay, well, well just ask another question. Junior. Forget okay. Junior. Let's go, y'all. Don't worry about Junior, because right. he's scared. Come yeah. on. Well, well, uh, he has well, one. Well, he well, has let me ask one. you this, though. i ask you this, though. The last thing. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, shot. Steve. Okay, go ahead, Junior. <laughs> the last thing you ate is now your nickname. What is it? The last thing I ate. Is now my nickname. Yeah. What you mm-hmm. last ate? What was it? What was the last what thing you ate? ate? What? You didn't eat something. You didn't eat coffee? <laughs> you didn't eat coffee. You drank coffee, Uncle. You didn't eat that. The last thing. Salad? Hey, Salad. <laughs> hey, Salad. <laughs> salad hog. Salad hog. Salad Harvey. <laughs> Salad Harvey. Steve, Salad Harvey. Salad Harvey. Stupid, Tommy it was. Stupid. Salad, Salad. All right, I got a Come question on, girl. for you, Steve. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you can answer this question. What that is your, what is your, one of your messed up family secrets? Just give us one. One of my you messed up family secrets. Better. Hold on. Yeah. No, we don't need to ask that one now. Wait a minute. Uh, I thought it would be know. about your nephew. It's, it's probably going to be about you, though. And if yes. it is, it that is. we not fence to tell it. You okay, are not the well, question police. It's not well, in fact, Tommy that Tommy is, is not my Steve. real nephew based on information my sister got later on. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Now, that's a messed up ass family. You just threw him into right something. Yeah. I'm way into something. Whatever something is, I'm in there. What? Why yeah. would you? And then, and then uh, another one is... Uh, Another one. He got more. Yeah. Uh, what? It came out later on, and I probably can't tell that one. Go ahead. Oh, good. Oh, you filtering yourself? Okay. Yeah. So let's go back to the other My one. Uncle Rogers you know, actually you... shot the man that lived across the street, and we didn't find out till he died. That's your messed up family secret. Yeah, they used yeah, to yeah, talk about yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody kept that one close to the vest. But we, we hold on. Uh, we clear. Nobody want Uncle Roger in jail because he owed everybody money. <laughs> well, 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 he, we clear through charges right now. Everything. No, well, he did. He now, passed so. away. He's yeah. been gone. Oh. Mm-hmm. So they wow. can't do nothing to him or us. For keeping it. I love that question. Well, you said messed yeah. up, messed up family secrets. You got it. Okay, so where we at? Yeah, let's I did. Yeah. All right, let's oh, go. No, I'll ask that again. Uh-huh. All right. All right, Steve, what's the craziest, like, clean curse word you've heard somebody say or that you've come up with? Like a clean curse word. The craziest clean cuss word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A clean cuss word. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of like Mother Trucker. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, <that's laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. And you've been saying okay. sugar honey iced tea a lot. I like that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shut lot. the front door. Yeah, you put, the front front door. Door. you put them together. You put them together yesterday. Shut the front door. 
You put that together yesterday. Yeah. All right. That's scary. All right, give it to him. Give it to him. How about this here? Name something you heard about, but you ain't quite sure is actually real. That you graduated from Texas A&M. <laughs> 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 That's an always hey, 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 hey. always I, 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 You heard about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just really have a hard time believing that. Not another oh, college God. bribery scandal <laughs> <laughs> in our midst. I paid five hundred thousand. He need to get two weeks. <laughs> I paid five hundred thousand. Somebody bought his ass a SAT. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! The struggle is real. He going well. Oh God! Oh. Texas A and M. Tommy <laughs> graduated. <laughs> All right, Tommy. Uh, on the- on that note, we're going to conclude uh, Ask Steve. Little and coming up, Yeah, coming up, the nephew is going to run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, in entertainment news, actress Felicity Huffman is only going to serve 13 days of her 14-day prison sentence. On 14 days? You know what? I... Tommy, don't oh, you're still that. on that one. Don't knock that. Man. You got good behavior on 14 yeah. days? Yeah. Everybody, have, everybody day off. I have moved on. <laughs> you did move on. Uh, I have moved on, guys. Uh, the Beehive, I was saying, is not happy that some beauty organization ranked Beyonce as the number two most beautiful woman in the world. We're going to talk about all of that at the top of the hour. But right now, <laughs> it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Farragut. Mother, yeah. Is wow. it ser- is it segregate? Ser- yeah. What is one? Segregate? Really? It's not, yeah. it's not segregate. Y'all, so, so you y'all actually about the graduation? Yeah, I'm about to say. Uh, so you actually went to Texas A and M? You went it with him? Segregate parent. Here's this. Let's run it. Hello. Yeah. Um. Roger. Can I can I speak to Roger? Yeah, it's Roger. Hey. Uh. This is Calvin, man. How you doing? I go to the same church y'all go to. Okay. I got your number from one of the guys at the church, man. They they told me that if I wanted to talk to you, I could I could reach out to you or whatever. I, how you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. How can I help? Your your wife, man. Does she? I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, but she seems to be real fit. Does she does she work out all the time? Yeah, she go to the gym every once in a while, bro. Yeah. Who who is this, bro? Like I said, my name Calvin, man. We go to the same church. Listen, me and my wife been trying for a long time, man, to actually have some kids. And okay. to be honest with you, Roger, man, it just, it just ain't happening, dog. I mean, we've been trying and trying, but what I'm trying to do now is just find another type of way to make this happen. Now, you say your wife is 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 in good condition, right? My wife is in good condition, brother. What what does she got to do with you and your wife trying to have a baby? She, you know, now y'all already got kids, don't you? Y'all got like, from what the brother at the church told me, y'all got three kids, right? Yeah, we got three. I got two boys and a girl. Okay. Here's what I'm trying to do, man. I was hoping that I could find somebody, a female, that would be a good surrogate mother. A what? You you know, what I'm saying is, like, because my wife, I mean, you know, we want to have kids, man. We want to have oh, a family. Oh, oh, hold on, brother. You just said you try, you're looking for a surrogate mother, and the brother church told you to call me? Well, no, no, no. Ain't nobody tell me to actually call you. I, I asked them about you and your wife, you know, I asked them for your phone number so I could actually call you myself, man. Wait a minute. So you've been you've been eyeing my wife, 
No, 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 no. Not, I ain't been. I, see, you're looking at it wrong. Listen, what I was saying oh, is that uh, your, your wife just seems like a healthy, healthy person. I want to be able to have a healthy child, man. I really do, man. That, me and my wife, we... we let, 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 let's, you call me about my wife, and you want her to be a surrogate mother for you. I don't even know why we're on the phone, brother. Here's the real deal, man. Me and my wife, we can't have kids. We've tried and tried and tried. And, you know, biologically, we've just been going through it and going through it, man. And I was just, you know, I've seen your wife. She's healthy. I see y'all at church all the time. And I was just, like, reaching out, man. Maybe somebody wouldn't mind being the surrogate mother for, for, for me and my what? wife so we can have a child. I think you're surrogate mother. I mean, I'm a dog. Hold on, brother. You calling me to see if my wife can be a surrogate mother to your child? Dog, and I, I know it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, you know you what, and, 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 I think you hey. lost your mind, brother. <sighs> Out of all the members in the church, you calling me to get my wife to have your baby? Dog, I know it sounds crazy, man. I do. It I know it sounds crazy. But I'm right just... ignorant, brother. I'm sorry? You sound ignorant. Man, there's so many places to go adopt a baby. I can take you down to the county courthouse and show you kids need to adopt right now. But you can go to Africa like like, like all the rest of them people and go find you a baby. You're going to call me and my wife? There's 20,000 members in this church. Do you know how stupid you sound, brother? No, no, bro brother, brother. I, and, man, listen, man, I'm not trying to come across like that, man. Well, how are you trying to come across, brother? You done done it. Just hear me out, man. I don't want you to. Man, go, go ahead, brother. Go ahead, man. Okay. We looking for a surrogate mother. We look we we seen your your wife and we thought she'd be a great surrogate mother. And I know it sounds crazy for me to pick you out of all the people that go to the church. I understand that, man. I mm -hmm. do. But listen, we would love for your wife to be the surrogate mother. And we willing to pay for this. Man, this ain't about But listen to me. If you don't mind, we don't want to do this with no test tubes and all that where they, they mix my seed with her with with, with her egg. We want to do this naturally. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You want to repeat what you just said, man. You, you, you got to understand a real man want to do want to do it you, realistically. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just saying. You, I brother, brother, hold up, hold up, brother. You, are you telling me that you want to have sex with my wife? But I mean, I mean, you know, you know, you, you, you want to have me a, lose all my Christianity right now, brother. You want to have a baby the real way, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a damn having the fake way. You tell me you want to lay down in a bed with my. Wife? But dog, you already got three kids. Think about the people that can't oh, have them. Go, go adopt the baby, man. Take your down and go adopt the damn baby. Cause you didn't go see a damn psychiatrist. Bro, you know, what I don't want to have your baby. Do you know what you sound like? Dog, crazy. I, I know it sounds crazy, man. I do. How did how did you get my number, man? Listen how to did me. You get my number. I got your number for one of the brothers at the church. Now listen, I'm gonna just be real with you, like a man. I wanted to come at you first. And talk to you like a man and see, you know, if you was cool with the proposition. But look, come Sunday, I'm going to go to your wife and just talk to her. What? I'm just going to go. I'm just going to talk to your wife and see if you lost your mind. I told you to answer. No. Now you tell me you're going to go around me. and I, What you ain't going to do is talk to my wife. You man, call I'm my telling wife. you right now. I'm talking to your wife. You call my wife. Okay? I'm going to tell you what's really going to happen. I'm you talking call my to wife. your wife next Sunday. I'm not going to sit and go through this with and you back and forth. I'm talking to her next Sunday. Next Sunday, I'm going to whoop your You ain't going to do nothing to me. I'm going to whoop your Me and my wife, we deserve a child, too. You ain't, you ain't going to stand in the middle of this. I don't in the middle of this. You lost your mind. You talk to my wife next week you want to. I got one more thing I want to say to you, man. Is you listening to me? 
Say what the f- you gotta say so you can get off my phone. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. What? <laughs> this is who? <laughs> this is this. Listen, man, who this is, is this man? This nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your homeboy got me to prank phone call you. Man, I'm, I'm over here, man. My head is spinning. <laughs> you all right, man? Got me calling, brother. I'm I'm ready to fight, brother. <laughs> hey, I got one more thing to ask you, big dog. What, what, what is up, man? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Y'all got me this morning, man. Y'all got me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I make y'all proud. That's all I want. Play That's all much. I want. Said no one ever. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Sweetest Day Comedy Jam is happening Friday and Saturday, October 18th and 19th in Chicago, Chi-Town, Illinois. That's D.C. Young Fly, Lavelle Crawford, Corey Holcomb, Country Wayne, Tony Roberts, and hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. We got two shows. We got one Friday, one Saturday. It's at the Airy Crown. You can get tickets at Ticketmaster Outlet, so you can get them at the Airy Crown box office one hell of a show come friday and saturday night in chicago illinois all right coming up at the top of the hour guys entertainment and national news right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show actress felicity huffman won't even spend a full two weeks behind bars despite her 14-day prison sentence for her part in the college admission scandal felicity will only spend 13 days behind bars that's because remember when she was initially arrested at her house taken in she was booked well that counts as one day toward completing her sentence even though she was only in custody for a few hours yeah yeah that counts as a whole day she wasn't shit (laughs) That counts as a whole day. Wow. Yeah. So she entered FCI Dublin Tuesday, and Federal Bureau of Prison officials tell us that she'll be out October 27th. So there you go. That's not fair. I could care less. My cousin Membership has its privileges. Yes, Well, she's getting out on the 27th so she can make the daughter's Halloween party. <laughs> and life goes on, Steve. Party. She got to be there. <laughs> All right. Wow. Yeah. Be yes. nice. I don't even care. No. It's yeah. ridiculous. That's what Tommy said. It's ridiculous, man. Mm. It's ridiculous. Well, some people thought she wasn't even going to get that. So follow some people you didn't put in there wrongfully. Follow them. Yeah. Man. Help them mm. get out. How and about reduce that? their Talk sentence. And reduce yeah. their yeah. sentence. Give them 14 yeah. days instead of 14 yeah. years. Oh. Right. And let yeah. their booking and all of that go toward yeah. their sentence. How about that? Yep. <sighs> that yep. sounds too much like right. Yeah. yeah sounds like white, yeah, did you say? Right. <laughs> right. But right. it is white. Let me be clear. <laughs> All right. Uh, finally, in entertainment news, the beehive is about to attack the golden ratio of beauty phi, which apparently measures physical perfection. And according to them, Beyonce is the second most beautiful woman in the world. And model Bella Hadid is the most beautiful woman. Uh, the golden ratio of beauty phi measures the Send idea me a of beauty. picture of Bella Hadid, somebody. Okay. She's Gigi Hadid's sister, and she used to date um, The Weeknd. 
All right. Um, the Golden Ratio of Beauty Phi measures the idea of beauty based on ancient Greeks' ideal of perfection. So that's the eyes, the eyebrows, the nose, the lips, the chin, and the jaw. Beyonce came in second, scoring 92.44%, but um, that got Bay a higher score when it came to the shape of her face. Dang. Mm. Hey. Yeah, Just, she got uh, a higher score go when it came to the shape of her face. Put the picture on my phone, somebody, please. Yeah. All right, you guys got it, Bella yeah. Hadid? You know, Shirley, Beauty Five sounds like a lot like Omega Sci-Fi. Uh-huh. It, uh, no, the hell it don't. <laughs> Why it you does. keep talking about the cue? What, what, what? I ain't talking about the cue. Time I'm just saying. Beautify Omega Sci-Fi. Yeah, you don't see the connection. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Junior, I just, well, you asked purple and gold yeah. early, and then you asked this. I'm just curious. I just Something's going on with him, but he won't say. I'm just saying. It sounds a lot like it. Though. It's not like, like, like it's at a college. The golden ratio of beauty pie. Beauty Fi. I think Unks mm. is 100%. Mm. 100%. You think Unks what? Beauty is 100%. They, you lost your damn you, mind. You, you got to be 100 up. You, Boy, you got hey, to be. Shut up, honey. What? Nobody <laughs> think that but your ass right now. You think Steve you is just beautiful, told him he was cute. <laughs> I told no. him he was beautiful. I'll argue with that right there. What do you want, Junior? No, no, no. You're not, no Come on, beautiful. Boy, shut up. You so angry. <laughs> I don't know why you angry like that. All right, enough. listen. On that note, we're going to get to uh, today's headlines. Come on, Steve. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. And this is Ann Tripp with the news. Good morning. Starting out with very, very sad news. Congressman Elijah Cummings died early this morning due to complications concerning longstanding health challenges. That's according to a statement from his office. They say that Cummings, who represents Baltimore, passed away at John Hopkins Hospital at approximately 2.45 a.m. Eastern time. Cummings hadn't returned to work after undergoing a medical procedure. He was the Democratic House Oversight and Reform Committee chair and a key figure in the impeachment inquiry into President Donald Trump. Of Congressman Elijah Cummings was 68 years old. President Trump is standing firm against his critics, those on both sides of the political aisle who feel his decision to pull U.S. troops out of northeastern Syria was a bad one, especially since Turkish forces have been attacking the area ever since. But the president says problems in the area are not ours. I say, why are we protecting Syria's land? Assad's not a friend of ours. Why are we protecting their land? And Syria also has a relationship with the Kurds, who, by the way, are no angels. Well, so far, an estimated 100,000 Kurds and their families have been scrambling for safety. In an effort to save their lives, Kurdish forces have now aligned themselves with Syrians. Vice President Pence, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, left for the Turkish capital yesterday to try to mediate the situation. Meanwhile, yesterday's White House meeting on this country's Syria policy between congressional leaders didn't exactly go the way it was hoped. In fact, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer says the president started in on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and things really went left. He called her a third-rate politician. He said that there are communists involved and you guys might like that. I mean, this was not a dialogue. It was sort of a diatribe, a nasty diatribe, not focused on the facts. Speaker Pelosi reportedly speculates that the president's testiness might have had something to do with yesterday's 354 to 60 House vote denouncing his Syrian pullout decision.
Officials at the U.S. Census Bureau say they're asking state governments to voluntarily share driver's license information with them. The latest campaign finance numbers show that former Vice President Joe Biden has less cash on hand than any of his most popular opponents in the Democratic presidential primary race. In fact, the numbers show that Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, and Kamala Harris all have more war chests than he does. But he says there's a simple, there's a very, very simple explanation for that uh, when you look at it. Remember, we got started later than anybody at all in this campaign, number one. Number two, we did not start off by dropping $10 million from a Senate campaign, wherever that money was raised from, into a race. Both Sanders and Warren have reportedly transferred about $10 million from previous campaigns. Chicago teachers are on strike this morning. Some 25,000 instructors walking out over pay and working conditions and other things. Around 300,000 youngsters will be affected. Today, National Honor Your Family and Neighborhood Day. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, well, well. Today is National Black Poetry Day. And is our it? resident, yes, it is, Junior. You got to be lying. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Junior, that means you must be here with a brand new Wait poem. Wait a minute. What you got? Wait a minute. No, no, sure. Oh, no, no. no. I can't believe y'all, y'all said it's what? I'll say it this way. Happy National Black Poetry Day, Junior. Black Poetry Day. And then, are there any black poets on this show? <laughs> well, we I have know. you. No. <laughs> oh, oh, so I ain't no. sitting here. <laughs> you all see me. You see oh, me. So well, it is. But here's the problem is, on Black Poetry Day, I didn't even know. I don't even have a poem. Oh, I got poem? some statements. You're a loser. I got some statements I like to make on Black Poetry Day. Are first they going to rhyme? First, it ain't got nothing to do with it. First of all, this is my problem I have on okay. Black Poetry Day. Because, see, Black poets go through enough. No, it's Black Poetry Day, not Black Poetry Day. No, it's Black Poetry Day. That's what I said. Okay, well, that wasn't what you said. That ain't what I said. what you thought you said. Go ahead. You know what? You know what? You know what? I love you, man. Go ahead. I love you, too, Junior. Junior, I love you, you too. What do you want? I I can't ask you right now because you're angry. No, no, no. No, you angry. I'm getting madder as the day go on. No, you're getting madder. Because you're different. No. Now, what I am is very, very perceptive. What do you want, mm. Junior? See, uh, you mm. get mad on Black Poetry Day. This is not a good thing to get To mad. a poet that ain't got a poem? Okay, uh, I got a poem. <laughs> see, that's why I don't want to do my poem, because you don't re- respect the fact that it's Black Poetry Day. And it's a, no, lot, it's no, a lot of no, black no, poets listen. upset at you right now. Every black poet has a poet on Poetry Day. You came to work poem. on Poetry Day without the poem. Why what would, part of well, this well, is you missing? Well, well uh, I know and I the didn't. reason you don't have a poem is because you want something. Yeah. What do you want? Well, you know what? Uh, you know what? You know what? You've been stressed a lot, ain't you? Not really. Yeah. Yeah, you've been stressed a lot. I can hear it in your voice. Because okay. everything I say upsets you. And I've been. And so how do you handle being stressed? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I handle being stressed by coming to, to advocate for black poets. And you advocate. sit up here on Black Poetry Day. You know, you, Shirley, Tommy. Call y'all. Y'all don't even respect black poets, and we are sick and tired of it. Oh, I'm I love black poets. Oh yes, we do. Well, we I'm do. Yes, we oh yes. Why is Luku talking Not about Luke. being no. sick or something? <laughs> for real, for real. You gonna be, so you gonna throw sick or something here right now? No, I didn't say none. I just said you said we sick, and I well, went. What's the only oh. thing I'm sick of? You know what? I'm gonna ask you later on, but I can't ask you right now because your your attitude. You know, you need you need, you need to relax. 
You need All right, listen, um, Junior, thank mm. you for uh, that non-poetry on National Black you know Poetry what, Shirley, Day. Because you don't appreciate us either, Shirley, which is proper <laughs> behind. That's okay. Coming, I love you. Coming up at 34 after the hour, uh, we're going to get serious and talk more about the uh, Tatiana Jefferson case right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The funeral service for Tatiana Jefferson will be held in Dallas on Saturday. It will be a week after she was shot and killed in her own home by a Fort Worth police officer. The public is welcome at the 2 p.m. service at the Potter's House. Uh, a private wake is scheduled for Friday night, also at the Potter's House. As we know, this past weekend, Tatiana Jefferson was playing video games with her 8-year-old nephew around 2.30 a.m. when she heard noises coming from outside her home. Tatiana had a license to carry a weapon, took her handgun from her purse, and pointed it toward the window before she was shot by Fort Worth police officer Aaron Dean. The body camera video released uh, shows two officers searching the home from the outside with flashlights. Then one officer shouts, put your hands up, show me your hands. A single shot then fired through a window. And in the video, the officer does not identify himself as a police officer. Fort Worth uh, Mayor Betsy Price said that the killing of Jefferson was unjustified and some defense legal experts said Dean might try to claim self-defense, but that would be hard to prove. Mm. Wow. Self-defense? Yeah. Oh, they're going to do that. Yeah. They're going to do gonna, that. They, they got this body cam with a black person with a gun. Please understand, yeah. it would be self-defense. When they are going to scream, I felt my life was endangered. That's their, that's their go-to line. They're going to go to that. Let me just say this to everybody living in the area. Do not... Get out of jury duty. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was pointed out at Sand and Soul. It we was, were having man. a discussion. It was. And yeah. a, a female attorney stood up and made a great point. From it is imperative yeah, that mm-hmm. we honor our uh, commitment to jury uh, duty. Obligation. Because what yeah. happens yeah. is when we are in the jury room, that, that stops them, non-blacks, from just saying and getting together and forming a racial decision mm. to expedite mm-hmm. the trial, to use racial uh, epithets, to use racial stereotypes in deciding a case. Someone has to be in that room to go, this isn't right, instead of somebody going, yes, the officer feared for his life, but the officer didn't, did, didn't announce who he was. There was no threat of violence in the house. There was no no one called to say anyone was in danger. It wasn't an emergency situation. It wasn't a call about domestic violence. This woman was in the house playing video games. Her house. Yeah. And the majority of people. You kill the woman in her house. If you don't think for one minute that they're going to claim self-defense, you're absolutely wrong about that. They are going to ram it down our throat. And if we're not in that jury room, the 12 jurors who won't be our peers are going to see it just that way. Yeah, they said it. if he does claim self-defense, it will be hard to prove, but... No, it won't, sure. Who knows? No, it won't. It, it was hard for this to to watch the video of this man getting choked on the ground and he got away. George Zimmerman got away. He claims self-defense, stand your ground. He got away with it. It is not 
hard for them to get away with this. It's very easy. Once that jury pool is made up of 12 like-minded people mm-hmm. and people who look the same, mm-hmm. it's around. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it, over. That's the danger of our system. Yeah. So everybody in the Fort Worth area, if you get called for jury duty, please take it seriously. Stop making excuses and go and go sit on some of these juries because people some, people's lives and justice depend on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, unbelievable. That attorney, I know. That attorney I mean, at we getting killed in our own homes, man. This is... Yeah. Man, you got, you got to ride to school, movie, your Vegas. house, Vegas, yeah. car. your car. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Concert. Man. Yeah. Festivals. Now your own home. Yeah. None of this happens in white neighborhoods. None of it. Ever. Going in nobody's house, shooting them in their house. Please. All right. Well, we're going to switch gears here, Steve. Um, Coming up next, uh, the nephew is in the building with uh, today's prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, I love getting the mail every day. <laughs> right now, though, the nephew here with today's prank phone call. What you got for his Neff? My daddy's boat. Float on that for a minute. Float on. <laughs> Float on. My daddy's boat. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Mr. Wilson, please. This is he. Mr. Wilson, how are you today? My name is Williams. Oh, how may I help you? Well, listen, we've uh, been getting a few complaints, sir, about some things uh, on your property right. there. All right, well, who are you with? Uh, actually, I'm with the Homeowners Association. Wanted to reach out and give you a call today. Oh, well, how you doing? Pretty good. Listen, um, got a few things I kind of want to discuss with you here that seem to be uh, a problem that's taking place in the neighborhood there. Um, it's been brought to our attention down here at headquarters that you have um, a few things on your property that are, are not functioning that really shouldn't be on the property. Uh, you have two cars, supposedly, in your driveway that, that are not being used, been sitting there for quite some time? Yeah, one, well, one of them I'm currently working on. I'm almost, I should have it repaired. I'm just waiting on get, wait, waiting to get a little extra money to get it taken care of. But the other car is just functioning. I just don't drive it. I have more than one car. Okay. Now you you also have a a a camper that seems to be uh, has been there for at least eight months now. That's that's sitting there. Is that correct as well? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm working on um, getting some storage for that, but it ain't really been there eight months. Just maybe around about six, seven. You're not eight months. Not eight months. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at our past records and and stuff. It seems like there was a, a complaint before about the you know keeping the yard. Uh, pretty cut and all of that kind of stuff and i'm just looking at past complaints that i have here now the biggest one that i have that that's concerning your property sir is uh mm-hmm. supposedly in your backyard now uh, there's a you you have an old boat that's in your backyard yeah yeah but i i, I don't see that boat bothering nobody well well i mean it's 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 kind of a sore eye for the people i, I think i think you guys backyards actually bump up against each other and you guys have a, a chain link fence between the two of you all and uh, i think the boat is must be just a sore eye for the family that's behind you all well you know um i don't see myself getting rid of that boat so 
I, I, I got a cover on it. Everybody else got a boat. I don't see what the problem is. Well, okay. Here's here's what's actually happening, Mr. Wilson. What's going to take place is this. Now, we're, we're going to give you a 14-day uh, extension. 14 days. Uh, 14 days, actually, to, to move the car that is not functioning, the camper as well, and definitely the boat. We need, we're going to need those three items. Look here, sir, sir, sir. I, I ain't got nowhere to move the boat. I just told you I was working on so well for storage. Do you know how much storage costs? Now the boat, now the cab, I, I, I get that taken care of. But the boat, the boat, the boat my daddy gave me. And my daddy gave me that. that that's the only thing my daddy gave me before he died. Now, now, I'm not moving that boat nowhere. The boat works just fine. If I take it down there to the water, it'll work. Sir, and I, I understand it wholeheartedly. You know, I'm basically, I'm, I'm just a messenger. I have, I'm going to have to get the non-functioning car that's not working properly. I'm going to have to get that out within a two-week notice, as well as the camper oh, oh, and definitely the boat. Now, i got to well, get that you, out. It's got to be gone. I'll tell you what, I ain't moving thing. I'll tell you, now, now, now what you going to do? What Sir, you you're going to either move the boat or I'm going to have somebody come over and haul all of these things away. Well, I'll tell you what, i got 13 reasons why you won't come over and touch that boat, and i got two more, what, two times, two times 13, 26. i got 13, and then i got another 26 added on to that, why you won't bring them over here to touch my daddy's boat, because my daddy gave me that boat. I'll be damned if any of you, you know, I'm tired of you with me. It's that cross street, ain't it? Who, who won't report him? Sir, I'm not at liberty to give you the, uh, the well, name who's reporting. You report- call my phone, so you're at liberty to give me something, because I know that Sir, the language is not necessary. Sir, the bottom line is I want the camper out, I want the boat out, and I want the car that's not functioning moved within two weeks or I'm towing it out. I tell you what, I give you a personal invitation to come over here and with the boat, the camper, and the car. And I I will beat your like that's what I'm going to beat you. Sir, uh, uh, wow. I'm going to allow one car to stay. I just want to make sure that you know that I've given you the statement over the phone, letting you know that what what has taken place here. Uh, the statement is well taken, but I ain't moving my daddy's boat. You're going to move your dad's stinking boat if... Bring your... I told you. Don't bring the law, but you bring somebody. Sir, trust me. Trust me. If we come there, we're definitely going to be bringing authorities with us. Well, I might well go to jail because I love my daddy. Ain't now one of you gonna touch my daddy's boat. That's the only thing he left me. I got one more thing I need to say to you, sir, about this entire situation. Excuse me? What you got to say? All I have to say is this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your brother. your brother told me he said man he be going eddie with the homeowner association he said man just call him and tell him he got to move all this stuff he said but most of all tell him y'all gonna haul off that boat he said he'll kill you behind that doggone boat yeah man that's my daddy boat man i love that boat man they, they know that they know that he know what button to push i got one more question for you though baby tell me this what is the baddest radio show in the land the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> I have to just say myself, that was pretty doggone good right there. <laughs>
I say it myself. If I must say so You're much. You're pranking people by the <laughs> You play say too so much. much. That was pretty doggone <laughs> good right there, Carla. That's pretty doggone good, baby. That's what it is. But All right? Tommy, you never, you never feel any kind of way when you're out and, you know, you run into some of these people? Uh, where was it recent? Somebody ran up on me saying, uh, they, they right on the show. They right. I said, what you, what you talking about? Them pranks. I said, y'all, you like the prank? Yeah, I like them, but they going to whoop your ass, though. Hey, hold on. Hey, man. Tommy. I think y'all actually build this no, up for somebody no. to want to no, jump no. on me. No, no I don't. we don't it's, do the pranks. But, Tom, people at Sandy just... Soul were saying that they was somebody going to whoop your behind at Sandy okay. Soul. They and were I saying feel like, And I feel like if I'm with you all, Y'all will really sit there and watch me get my behind whoop. I think y'all will. Like y'all I'm I... at a movie. Man. <laughs> some let, let me get some popcorn. Well, I, not, see, when your blood say that, that's bad. That's what you would do? You'd just sit there and eat popcorn and watch me get my ass whooped? No. A little bit. Just that. a little bit. Yeah, I don't think they'll do A little bit of popcorn together. or a little bit of ass whooping? Which one are we talking about? Both. See? Ah, <laughs> both. You know you really enjoyed it by the amount of popcorn at your feet. <laughs> but tell me, I don't think they'll do it if we're all together, though. I'm going to defend myself, but the fact that my friend's going to sit there and, you know, right. out of you and Carla, Carla fight at the drop of dime. Carla, you ain't going to help? No, nah, you made your bed. You got to lie in it back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, I'll be in Chicago this weekend. <laughs> Hope y'all ain't trying to jump on me when I get there. All right? Uh-uh. I'm in Chicago, 18 to 19. Friday I don't beg now. <laughs> you want to me? Ain't nobody jumping on me, man. DC, Young Fly, Country bad. Wayne, Tony Roberts, Corey Holcomb, Lavelle Crawford, and yours truly, Nephew Tommy. We will be at the Eric Crown this Friday and Saturday night, 18th and 19th. If you don't make it to the show, that's cool. Saturday night, turn your TV on and catch the nephew ready to love on the OWN Network, baby. That's 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central. I'm Thomas Miles. I'm sexy. I'm, 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 oh, man, just Boy, you don't want to miss me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody buying a ticket based on that statement. <laughs> All right, look, thank you, nephew, with your sexy self. Coming up next, <laughs> it is today's Strawberry Letter. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? Uh, We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now, today. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 29-year-old single guy, and I have been attracted to a 27-year-old beautiful woman for four months, and I finally got the nerve to ask her for her number. When I met her, I did everything in my power to sweep her off her feet. I am a police officer, and I work the night shift, so I'm home during the day. She is my mail carrier, and it was an instant attraction when I saw her. Uh, I wait each day for her to come by. I get out of bed and go buy her Chick-fil-A and Popeyes, McDonald's, and all kinds of snacks on a daily basis. Some days, I surprise her with flowers, and I even bought a necklace for her, and I left it in her mail truck. She is a single mother, so she said she appreciates the kind gestures and surprises. We talk on the phone occasionally, but I want to take this relationship further and really get to know her. 
More than a few times, I have called her, and she hasn't answered or called me back. She has said she was either asleep or busy with her daughter. We went on one date recently, but it was during her work shift, so she couldn't really sit and chat like I wanted her to. I feel like she's showing me signs that she's not really interested, but I'm having a hard time walking away because she is beautiful, has a good job, and is a nice girl. I feel that there's something special about her. I made it clear how I feel about her, and she told me that she's not dating right now, just focusing on her career. I've been feeling foolish because I have not stopped spoiling her during the day. I need to know if I should stop and uh, see if she misses me and reaches out, or should I keep it a while, keep it up a while longer and see if she comes around? Please advise. Um, gee, you can't take a hint, huh? Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, you're you're trying way too hard. It's almost, you know, to the point of, uh, you know, kind of. I I don't want to say stalker because that's a serious term, but you're 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 kind of over there with all your your gestures. I mean, you're a nice guy. It seems you're thoughtful. You're generous, buying her flowers and snacks and even jewelry. Uh, it, it seems like you're a good man, but I, I, I don't know. You know, you're a police officer. Uh, she's told you that she's focusing on her career. That is code when someone doesn't want to hurt your feelings to tell you that they're not interested, okay? Uh, when you call her and she doesn't answer and she says she was asleep or busy with her daughter, that's another code telling you stop calling her. She doesn't want to be bothered. You went on a date with her? How can you even call this a date? It was during her work shift. You couldn't even sit down and chat with her. It, it doesn't sound like you guys have, have uh anything in common you said you feel like she's showing you signs that she's not really interested she is she is showing you signs she is not interested you're having a hard time walking away because she's beautiful and she has a good job and she's a nice girl but and that all may be true but the feeling has to be reciprocated she has to feel the same way and nothing in this letter is showing me that she feels the same way about you as you do about her so if I were you I would back off I would back off instead of waiting till she comes with all these gifts Uh, she doesn't seem interested Uh, I think you should move on Steve don't 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 listen to nothing Shirley said. <laughs> listen to me, dog. <laughs> Everything Shirley said about the woman is 100% truth. She's not interested. She's not reciprocating the things. You waiting on her to come around. She ain't came around. She's not interested. You can't take a hint. All that's true. But, dog, this is the business we in. We hunt. Show me the deer that wants to get shot. What? (laughs) Show me the fish that wants to get caught. Mm. Show me the turkey that wants to die in the woods. Mm. But deer turns into venison. Fish turns into fillets. Turkey goes with dressing. (laughs) Work it out for yourself. Boy, don't you give up this, man. She could be the one you have to pursue. 
it's only been four months. She 27. She told you she focusing on her career. She the male man. How hard you got to focus? Put that damn stuff in that bag. Read these addresses and put it in the box. (laughs) Ignore that. (laughs) She's your mail carrier. As soon as you saw her, you was attracted. You wait for her to come out. You get out of bed to go by her. Now, here, here where I think you're making a mistake. Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, McDonald's. <laughs> you got to stop with the fat snacks. I knew you were going to say something about that, Steve. You got to stop with the fat snacks. Slow down. Slow down a little bit. Let's, let's, we got to do another approach. Some days I surprise her with flowers. That was kind of cool. I bought a necklace for her and left it in her mail truck. Okay. She's a single mother. She says she appreciates the kind gestures and surprises. We talk on the phone occasionally. She gave you her number. Don't worry about what Shirley talking about. Mm-hmm. Keep the pursuit. Pursue. <laughs> Crack the code. I got <laughs> All more. right, hang on. Hang on. You have more, I'm sure. Uh, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject, I love getting the mail every day. <laughs> we'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, I love getting the mail every day. 29-year-old police officer. Then got attracted to his 27-year-old beautiful mail carrier. She's a single mother. He's done everything in his power to sweep off her feet. He worked the night shift, so I'm home during the day. She's my mail carrier. Instant attraction, soon as I saw her. I wait for her to come by. I get out of bed. I buy a Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, McDonald's. I told you earlier, stop the fat snacks. Some days I surprise her with flowers. I even bought a necklace for her and left it in her mail truck. She's a single mother, so she said she appreciates the kind gestures and surprises. We talk on the phone occasionally. That's because she gave you her number. You a police officer. Run her information. Get her tag number. Oh, God. No. You a cop. See, you got it. What's happening to you right now is you coming across a little corny with the bags of food. Because you make a woman think, oh, he think I'm fat. Oh, do I look like I want just fast food every day? You got her thinking that. So you got to change your approach because you just come across a little corny. That's probably what's happening. You just come across a little corny. So you got to change the approach here. But you cannot stop the pursuit. The pursuit is real. Keep trying. Break her down with persistence, sincerity. Love her, man. Show her an interest she's never seen before. That's what wins hearts over. She says she just don't feel like dating, but y'all done went out on a date. She was at work. So what? <laughs> she said, yeah. She went. She went. Now I've called her and she hasn't answered or called me back. She said she was either asleep or busy with her daughter. Dog, you work nights. You home during the day. The woman sleep and got a daughter. 
That's real. We went on one date recently, but it was doing her work shift, so she couldn't sit and chat like I wanted her to. I feel like she's showing me signs that she's really not interested. She is showing you signs that she ain't interested. But what that got to do with what we do? <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with who we are. You know how many women I'd have had the pursuit of wasn't interested in me? I was interested in them. Hey, Steve, can I ask you something? Yeah. Remember that um, you told you told me this story. I think you told it on the air too. Uh, I don't know if you're working at the Ford Company, but I wore her to... down at Ford Motor Company. Yeah, I you love know you. About. Yeah, every, every day. day. Uh huh. Dog, I wore her down, dog. Everybody laughing at me. Hog, oh, man. She ain't. Man, she been here three years. Ain't never went out with none of us. That's none of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> every day. I got you don't want me now. That's because you don't see how good I am. I'm going to keep showing you goodness. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling foolish because I have not stopped spoiling her during the day. I need to know if I should stop and see if she misses me and reaches out. You could try that game, but what's that for? So you mess around and take a day off. Other players, they don't take days off. Say it. You know, on a little week or two, you take off. Maybe another dude slide in. You ain't got no time to take off. This ain't no game, dude. Lean on it. Lean on it. You got to quit that pressure. Yes, sir. Back. Skip the fat meals. Change the, change the game. Stop putting <laughs> stuff in the truck. Send stuff to the baby. There you go. Get to the baby. Get to the baby. Backpacks. <laughs> Sneakers. A bike. If you love a woman's child and she can see that, boy, boy. Man. Boy, you got to change your approach. Who ain't going to love a man that love her child? Mm. Man, see if you can take them to the park on your off day. Just to the park with the child. Can I just meet y'all at the park? Push that baby in the swing. Aw. your game up, dog. Come on. 29. That's what we do. We pursue that which we think deserves the pursuit. The Constitution says every American has the right to the pursuit of happiness. She is your happiness. Why would you not pursue her? You just got to change the route in which you take it. Do you hear me, boy? Boy. Do you mm. hear me? Teach, teach. So you That's don't think he's wasting his time nope. with her? Hell nope. no. Nope. He ain't got nothing but time. How you wasting 29? your time and the girl of dreams is coming by your house every day? Mm. You got time for that. Yep. You're right, partner. I, I have so much stuff piled up man, in, that, in that mailbox, man. man sandwiches. Boy. Don't even put it in the box. <laughs> put it in my hand. Put it in yes. my hand. You ain't got to put it in the mailbox. Put Buy it in my stuff. hand. Find out how old her baby is. Find out what school her baby go to. Find out how much your uniforms cost or man. something, man. Pay for a field trip. Do something. Yeah. That's what he did. I've been doing that since Kent State. Been Tell doing her I would wounded. love to meet your daughter one day. Your baby. Your son. Let me help you. Let me show you the benefit of me. Girl, I give you my time. I give you my money. 
Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. And on uh, that's on Instagram and Facebook. And please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour from the talk, our girl, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. Uh, Carla's going to talk about the Kardashians. But right now, Steve, mm. please introduce our girl from the talk. Cheryl Underwood. Thank you, Steve Harvey, for introducing me quickly because I have a bone to pick with you, Juniors, because I was listening to the show because I have to keep tabs on you. Plus, it stimulates me to hear the sound of your voice. Well, you know, especially me? while I'm getting my toes done. Yes, Junior, stop playing like we're not in a relationship. So I heard <laughs> that you was all down at the, at the Sands of Souls and having a good-ass time. You down there chasing all kind of women and doing all kind of things. Chasing? Don't think. Wait yes. a minute. I ain't chasing nobody. Well, listen to me. I, you you I better. by your room. You follow my rules. rules. Yes. You, you better you listen to me. And then I heard that y'all were trying to set him up with people because Junior has sick cell. Y'all were trying to find women that was, because I listened to the show. See, y'all think I was listening to the show <laughs> and knowing what was going on. Now, listen, I done had high blood pressure for a long time. So me and Junior can get together. You know, we swap medicine. You know, blood pressure medicine. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, she talking about you saying sick people need to be yeah. with sick people. That's what, okay, thank you. See, y'all thought I don't be blessing to what's going on. <laughs> So listen, you know how long I've been overweight and hypertensive? Me and Junior should have got married a long time ago, if that's what it takes. <laughs> we, hey, we can split that copay, Junior, and get on insurance. <laughs> copay, huh? <laughs> listen, so wait, what y'all do? Y'all in town, y'all need to come on over. Taste the Soul is this weekend. Taste the Soul is this weekend, and we got all nice. radio stations that's coming in Los Angeles. Danny Rakewell to put it together. It's 14 year. Evelyn Champagne King going to be there. SOS Band. So excited. Climax going to be there. Uh, Johnny Gill, Drew Hill. They got everybody, and they got 200 food vendors. So, Junior, why we can't go to Taste the Soul together? It's going to be 350,000 people. That's enough for us to have a wedding on one of their stages, Junior. You know, that's well, we're trying to get it to 500,000. I bet if me and you got married, 500,000 people would show up. You don't think so? I got to ask Uncle a question, but I can't ask right now. Go ahead, sure. What'd you say, Junior? Why did you whisper? Well, you know, Uncle don't want me to say nothing right now. I ain't said you can't say nothing. I've been waiting on you to ask. What what you want to ask? Will I marry you? Sure, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for the, for the weekend. Oh, yeah, we can marry 48 hours. Yeah, that's the best marriage in the world. The honeymoon going to be as fast as the divorce. Let's go, Junior. What you want to ask? That what you're trying to ask? Yes, I will. Matter of fact, uh, come on, Tommy. You can do the ceremony. Stop playing. You over there ready to love. Why aren't you ready to marry me and Junior? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> that's she called a shout-out. We get married like. Get a last, How long? Who last. gonna get? Who gonna last? Me and Junior relationship. Yeah. Uh, well, as long as I got blood pressure medicine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Cheryl. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy. Let's get into it. Let's go, let's go, let's go. She is here, the one and only Carla Farrell with What Reality Update. All right, thank you, nephew. Let's talk about keeping up with the Kardashians, okay? Okay. Um, On a recent episode, Kanye's opinion of his wife, Kim's, her Met Gala look. And this is for the 2019 Met Gala that happened. And uh, her look 
and her wardrobe and what she was wearing, you know, that was a part of this episode. And it was the night before the event, and Kanye told Kim that her look was too sexy. But she was not happy with the comments that she was making, that he was making about her look. This was the day before. She's a wardrobe fitting. She got designers. She's got a glam squad. They're in the hotel room. So she was not happy with what he what he said about her look. So take a listen. Why is that giving you anxiety to say that? Because you knew last night I was having really bad anxiety, and I don't need any more negative energy for you to now say that you're not into me wearing a tight you dress. You are my wife. And it affects me when pictures are too sexy. You built me up to have be this like sexy person and confidence and all this stuff. Yeah. And just because you're on a journey and you're on your transformation doesn't mean that I'm in the right. I'm in the same spot with you. So. Okay. All right. So. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. That's absolutely huh? ridiculous. Yeah. So I don't my wife. What she can't wear, though. I don't think I can do that right now. Well, so you can have an opinion you guys. of it. What are your thoughts? You married a woman who has been almost naked on a magazine. And you married a woman who is uh, practically naked on IG. Uh, she has built, as she said, a career on being super sexy. Yep. Now, I think what she said was, because you're on this journey, Kanye, this spiritual journey, journey, she may not be right there with you. Mm -hmm. And that's what marriage is. And so kind of hard to get her to pull it back, and you're the one that, you know, pushed it out there. And it's one of the reasons you wanted her. Right. Uh, But but now, Steve, also a true statement, people do change. Everybody changed. Yeah, they Everybody do change. Changed, but yeah, everybody so, changed. like she don't said, do, huh? Does each individual change at the same time in a relationship? No, no, right? that's what she's saying. Yeah. Just because you're on your journey right well, now. Well, 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 one thing about it too is Kanye. You talked about her in your song, in that same manner. But obviously, he's changed. That I guess that yeah. was the message too. He's and changed. And he's not feeling the same way anymore. But he said it affects me when my wife dresses sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that's new. Yeah. So, you know, they have a problem there. And I, normally, I don't even comment on stuff like this. Really, I feel stupid doing mm-hmm. it. So let me get my ass out of this. But you're married. Well, what is he no. wait, 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 you going to do? Really, I ain't even supposed to give. Where you going, huh? Where you going? Because I don't really. I ain't really supposed to be giving a damn. Really, tell you. <laughs> and I feel stupid <laughs> talking about it. I want to apologize because I ain't got. Could I but, tell but, you how? You're, 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 but you're, you're married and you've been there. You've been married longer than they have, and you have an opinion. Yeah. Well, my wife will ask me all the time, Steve, how you feel about this. You know. And I'm sure if I said, "Hey, baby, whoa, 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 you going too far." I'm yeah. pretty sure she wouldn't do it. But we've never had that situation before. Mm-hmm. He did accompany his wife to the gala. So he was there with her. He did support her. And, you know, they talked about how she looked later on. And she was beautiful. She was gorgeous. She had a good time. Her outfit, it was uncomfortable for her. It was dope, but it was uncomfortable. She talked what, about what? all of that. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Tommy. What he I wants is not going to happen overnight. That's not going to happen overnight. That takes right. time. Mm-hmm. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. It's a process. Yeah, well, so she's going wanna... to school to become a lawyer. I yeah, mean, she's you know, doing she's, great she's, things. You know, she's doing some great stuff with prison reform. I mean, you know, 
She's on a journey herself, so. Yeah. There you have it. All right, that's Reality Update. You can hit me up at Lips by Carla, and we'll be back at 20 after. We can talk about it a little bit more when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so before we left for break, Carla, in your reality update, you were talking about the episode of the Kardashians when Kanye spoke to Kim, his wife, about being too sexy. They were going to the Met Gala. He didn't like her outfit, and he voiced his opinion about that, and she had anxiety about what he was saying, saying, hey, you helped build me up to be sexy and confident, and now you have a problem with what I'm wearing, and it's Mm -hmm. too sexy, and you're going through this transition right now. And you guys were saying what? You know, Steve, you chimed in, and you talked about your situation with Marjorie. If I did the same thing Mm -hmm. to her, she probably wouldn't wear it. I've been very fortunate that she's never done anything inappropriate, so I've hadn't haven't tried to do that. But as far as Kim and Kanye, Kim has changed a great deal as a person. I'm pretty sure we've all done something when we were younger that we deeply regret. And so I think she's changed a lot with prison reform, uh, going to school and stuff like that. And I think Kanye is changing too with his Kanye's church that's traveling Mm -hmm. the country. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. in a marriage, in a relationship, in life, even if you're single, people evolve. They change. You know, that's what Mm -hmm. growth is all about. And do we change at the same time? Absolutely not. Sometimes we change and we outgrow the other person. Sometimes we change and the other person catches up and we continue on the journey. But that's what marriage and life is all about. So... You know, I think they'll work it out. I'm pretty, I mean, I'm not as sexy as I used to be. Hey, Tommy, I can tell you right now, you shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, folks, listen, we got a special news update with Miss Ann. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Good morning. Starting out with very, very sad news. Congressman Elijah Cummings died early this morning due to complications concerning longstanding health challenges. That's according to a statement from his office. They say that Cummings, who represents Baltimore, passed away at John Hopkins Hospital at approximately 2.45 a.m. Eastern time. Cummings hadn't returned to work after undergoing a medical procedure. He was the Democratic House Oversight and Reform Committee chair and a key figure in the impeachment inquiry into President Donald Trump. Congressman Elijah Cummings was 68 years old. President Trump is standing firm against his critics, those on both sides of the political aisle who feel his decision to pull U.S. troops out of northeastern Syria was a bad one, especially since Turkish forces have been attacking the area ever since. But the president says problems in the area are not ours. I say, why are we protecting Syria's land? Assad's not a friend of ours. Why are we protecting their land? And Syria also has a relationship with the Kurds, who, by the way, are no angels. Well, so far, an estimated 100,000 Kurds and their families have been scrambling for safety. In an effort to save their lives, Kurdish forces have now aligned themselves with Syrians. Vice President Pence, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, left for the Turkish capital yesterday to try to mediate the situation. Meanwhile, yesterday's White House meeting on this country's Syria policy between congressional leaders didn't exactly go the way it was hoped. In fact, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer says the president started in on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and things really went left. He called her a third-rate politician. He said that there are communists involved and you guys might like that. I mean, this was not a dialogue. It was sort of a diatribe, a nasty diatribe, not focused on the facts. Speaker Pelosi reportedly speculates that the president's testiness might have had something to do with yesterday's 354 to 60 House vote denouncing his Syrian pullout decision. 
Officials at the U.S. Census Bureau say they're asking state governments to voluntarily share driver's license information with them. The latest campaign finance numbers show that former Vice President Joe Biden has less cash on hand than any of his most popular opponents in the Democratic presidential primary race. In fact, the numbers show that Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, and Kamala Harris all have more war chests than he does. But he says there's a simple, there's a very, very simple explanation for that uh, when you look at it. Remember, we got started later than anybody at all in this campaign. Number one. Number two, we did not start off by dropping $10 million from a Senate campaign, wherever that money was raised from, into a race. Both Sanders and Warren have reportedly transferred about $10 million from previous campaigns. Chicago teachers are on strike this morning. Some 25,000 instructors walking out over pay and working conditions and other things. Around 300,000 youngsters will be affected. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, coming up, Steve Harvey has closing remarks. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are on this Thursday. Wow, this week went by pretty quickly, huh? It, it did. It really <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> hey, hey, um, before we go to your call, can I ask you a question? Yeah, man. I really, I really want to ask you. I don't never ask oh, you for morning. nothing. I just want to ask you. I don't. I just don't. I ain't know how to even do it because, you know, I know how you feel about hard work, being here every day. Boy, what? You know, unk, um, you know um, well, hold on, y'all. I'm, I'm finna ask. Uh, no, no, ain't nobody stopping you. Ain't you. Nobody no, stopping they you. on the, they, they on the phone. I'm telling them right now. We on there. I'm finna get off. I'm asking. I said, uh, um, my college homecoming this weekend uh, at Prairie View A&M University, and I, don't, I don't want to be here tomorrow. Okay, and, fine. And I Bye. Is this okay That's with what you? this been all fine. about? Yeah. You talking about Prairie View? Uh, yeah, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, the mighty, yeah. Hell yeah, go on down there. Wait, wait a minute. Don't just say it like you don't care about Prairie View. <laughs> we we big. Excuse me. Excuse I don't me. have My mouth to is care open. about Prairie View. You do. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Carla. I don't care about the college I went to. <laughs> well, Are wait, you tailgating, Junior? Yeah, dog. I gotta go down here. Prairie View has turned out some great people. Me and Carla you for two. Talk. What? You me and Carla for two. I would but talk let, about let me, somebody let, else. Who? Who? <laughs> who? Oh no. <laughs> I have a question. I have a question for you, Steve. Though, how yeah. does Junior get to have the day off to go to homecoming? And we went to the same university. How is that working? Is so I'm off tomorrow too. I didn't you going to ask, could you be off to go to no homecoming? See, why are y'all waiting to the day before to ask for the day off? (laughs) Now, obviously, this homecoming ain't that important to somebody. Well, Uncle, I was scared all week, to be honest with you. Scared? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I can't. Well, you drank a glass of guts and came on in here and fired it (laughs) off. (laughs) Well, I, yeah, I did. But my boys, we got a camper down there. We on the yard for you four days. You done already started. Just go to your little reunion here. <laughs> go on to the little thing down there at PT. Tell them I said, hey. Oh, Harvey. I'm coming, fellas. I'm going my way. <laughs> you are. Man. All right, are we going to follow that with closing remarks? Yeah. yeah. Let's go. <laughs> All right, let's go. Bye, just Jimmy. real quick, Bye, you know, Jimmy. my closing remarks today, just really, I just stems from the comments about uh, the Kim Kardashian story and 
uh, reality update when she said that on the episode, Kanye was uh, a little confused and didn't really want her to wear an outfit so sexy to Gayla. And Kim reminded him that you the one built me up, told me to be sexy and confident. And now that he's on this new journey, trying to find himself spiritually, now he wants her to catch up to where he is right now. And sometimes that's not the case. But let me just say this, and I felt bad making comments about it because that's usually not my thing at all. But uh, I try to be a, put a positive spin on it. Uh, everybody changes. Kanye changes. Kim Kardashian will change. She's changing now. I've changed. You've changed. Everybody changes. I think that a lot of us have regrets about the younger you. That younger you, boy, has done some things that to you of today look back and go, how the hell did I do that? What was I thinking about? And I think that's all of us, but we grow. And all of us grows. And when we grow, we change. The danger is we cannot hang around people who hold us to our past and will not accept the new change in us. That's a problem that all of us suffer through in our life. Oh, you like that now. I remember you when you didn't do this. I remember when you weren't that. Yeah, 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 you do. But I've changed now. So if you have someone in your life who is constantly reminding you of your past, who will not accept the new you, you know what you should do? You should remove them from your circle because you don't need that. Any of your friends, associates, business people, anybody that does not accept the new you, they can't deal with who you are right now. They were more comfortable with the old you. They thought that if we dealt with the old you, maybe we had an edge over the old you. Maybe they felt superior to the old you. Maybe they felt equal to the old you. Maybe the old you reminded them of how far they had come. Well, the new you may remind them of how stuck they are. The new you may remind them that they have not taken the necessary steps to move themselves forward. So you got to get away from people who don't accept the new you. You know, people are making these comments about Kanye with his church service that's traveling. I, I, think it's, I think it's absolutely right on. I think that people who want to boycott and not go to his church service because of his political views, I think they have the right to do that because you can decide who you want to. But Kanye ain't but one vote. He's only one vote. And I think his move into the direction of faith and God, I, th I think that's excellent for him as a person. I mean, maybe he found him in hardship, just like a lot of us do. So I'm okay with change, man. I support it. All of us should be on board when other people change and, and cheer them when they change for the better. Because we all going to have to change, and we all should want to be better. And that's it. Those are my closing remarks today. All right, drop it, baby. have a great weekend. Oh, oh. <laughs> You it's gave close. me off tomorrow. Especially yes, down there at that little, at your little raggedy little retreat you go. <laughs> Thank you, Unc. Who are you talking Pray about? Tell everybody you. down at PT, I say, what's happening? It's <laughs> PT. <laughs> PB is, oh my God. <laughs>
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 